Good morning, everybody. This is Dirty Old Man from Barcelona on a very rainy Monday. Very rainy Monday, indeed. A very uncomfortable day. Very humid, very moist. Just uncomfortable overall. Good morning, everyone. So uh, today I want to talk about an experience I had on Saturday afternoon. But before, let me give you some background on the whole issue so that you fully understand what uh, what happened. So recently in Spain, there's been some um, disturbing news. Uh, first of all, let us um, talk about our monarchy here. And I might get in trouble for saying what I'm going to say, but we have a corrupt king, uh, two kings, actually. I think we're the only country in the world with two kings because uh, uh, the old king... Papa King Juan Carlos uh, got caught doing a shitload of bad things. Well, he, he always did a shitload of bad things. It's just that now things are a little bit more transparent and things the shit he was doing was so obvious and so in your face that he could, I mean, uh, public opinion could not no longer uh, pretend it wasn't happening, right? Since the hunting of elephants to the payouts for um, for uh, acquisitions of uh, contracts by foreign countries. Anyways, we're talking about hundreds and hundreds of millions of euros that this guy literally stole. Plus, he didn't pay any taxes on them because since it's corrupt money, it was hidden somewhere in a Swiss account thanks to uh, a lover that he has. And this lover, well, finally was put some under some pressure and she confessed to everything. And now it is more or less a proven thing. There is no doubt about it that this guy is rotten to the fucking core. So what did he do? Well, he just packed his bags, told his son, Felipe, the six, to take over as a king. And so he got on uh, his private plane and left to... Saudi Arabia or Qatar or Abu Dhabi or one of these places and he's living la vida loca there untouchable and you know it's it's a very very um ugly ugly thing first of all the monarchy is a very ugly thing to, for us to have a king yet but anyways and then to have this level of corruption in in our king as if he needed that kind of it's it's unexplainable and nevertheless public opinion is already shifted uh, there is still a big chunk of it that supports the king, that actually thinks that the king should be allowed to do anything he wants. But yes, yes, that's how stupid people are. That's how ridiculously imbecile people can be. And uh, But the vast majority, I shouldn't say the vast majority, but there's a big group of people who think, fuck this shit, let's catch this guy and crucify the fuck out of him, which is not going to happen because even all political parties, all political parties have agreed that under the constitution the king is untouchable no matter what he does so we have a runaway king in some arab country living la vida loca and then we have a second king which is his son which is uh, the one in, in office now which is a useless piece of crap which you're not supposed to say that by the way it's illegal to say that i could go to jail and i'll tell you i'll give you a good example of actually that this post is regarding that so uh kids you cannot say that the king of Spain is a piece of shit. You cannot say that he's a thief. You cannot say that he's a useless piece of meat. You cannot say that his family are rotten to the fucking core. You cannot say that he's protecting a corrupt king who has swindled millions, hundreds of millions of dollars from Spanish society. 
and you cannot say that these guys have been playing around with us for years. But you can say that his followers are imbeciles, which I'm saying here. Uh, anybody in Spain who is monarchical or who follows or who supports uh, our kings, plural, is an imbecile, a mentally retarded, which is an insult to mental retarded people. I'm sorry, but they're just imbeciles. Nevertheless, let's continue. So with all this situation in hand, with having this as a, as a background, so some people, especially some artists, have come up with uh, with opinions, with uh, with their sayings, and there was one in particular called Pablo Hassel, which is a Catalan guy, and he he's a rapper, and he I haven't heard it, but he wrote a song in which he exposed all this, right? So he in the song he says our king is a thief, which is true. He says our king is a corrupt, which is true. Uh, our king should be put in jail, which is true. And he said all these things about the monarchy. And he, well, he was judged for that. And he was sent to prison for having said that the king is corrupt and that they're useless and that they shouldn't be there. Mind you, I don't think he ever said he wants to kill them. I don't think so. I'm not too familiar with his work. Cause <laughs> it's, it's shit work, okay? As a musician, I don't think he's worth anything. But, uh, but hey, aren't we supposed to be living in a democratic system, in a free speech, in a, in a liberal opinion, and you can say anything you want, anything you feel, uh, especially if it's true? Anyway, so this guy was sent to jail. That happened maybe a week ago. And uh, a lot of places went nuts, especially Barcelona. So there has been riots. There has been uh, all this concentration of people uh, who get together and, and start protesting. I don't think these protests are organized in the way that they are not legal. As uh, you know, to to have a manifestation, you should go to the to the civil court and ask for permission, and they will give you permission. And then, well, I don't think these are at all. They just uh, through social media and through uh, some digital means they get together, which I'm going to talk about that too. And they just uh, riot and break everything in their sights. Uh, if you haven't followed this news in the Spanish, uh, in the Spanish situation, I strongly suggest that you do. So, come last Saturday, there was a group of uh, cl very close friends which I hadn't seen in a long time, uh, more than a year, due to the confinement and lockdowns and all that. And even previous to that, we hadn't seen each other for a while. And uh, we finally agreed to, hey, let's get together, let's get, have a couple of drinks, and let's, let's uh, reminiscence of old times, right? So we got together, and um, we're having a good time, when suddenly two or three helicopters were hovering just above us. And uh, he lives, the, the, the house we were meeting is just a block and a half away from where I live. So it's in the Lesseps area in Barcelona, if you're familiar with it, which has been the center for these manifestations that I've been mentioning. They have been, in the past two days, they have been meeting in Lesseps or ending up the manifestations in Lesseps. Nevertheless, the Lesseps has been the stronghold where everything crashes down to, to, to the worst terrible situation in those 
happenings, right? So, so we were there just having drinks and eating some pasta. This guy's Italian, so what else? Um, good pasta, by the way. And so we start hearing noises and commotions and, and the breaking of glasses and stuff. So we go up the balcony, we see there's something happening, and we decide to go down and see what the hell's going on or maybe join this uh, manifestation. So what we found was havoc, was complete mayhem. It was, we were, of course, uh, we were on the, on the side of the, of the people, but just maybe 50 or 60 meters away were like 30 or 40 police trucks with heavy armed uh, policemen with sticks and gas and rubber balls and, and they were shooting. They were not shooting at where I was. Uh, mind me, I'm 52 years old. I'm not into running and I like my teeth the way they are. But we were very close to the action. And uh, first of all, the violence is unmeasurable. The violence is, I think, out of proportion. And I must say that from where I, from what I saw, the police were inciting this violence, right? The police were provoking it. They were threatening. They were uh, pushing people. They were well, acting in ways that could very easily provoke anger in, in, in a group of people. You know, that's what I saw. But then I also saw the reaction, which was, which was also out of proportion. Okay, so uh, these people were started banging against the police. Some of them got hurt. From where I saw, no one got seriously hurt from where I was standing. But the violence was was really, really present and really, really out of proportion from both sides. Of course, when the police finally retired a few feet away just to, you know, to catch their breath or to regroup or to whatever, uh, the, 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 the people, well, they, they were still angry, they were hurt, they were offended, they were insulted, so they just began breaking everything around them. And when I say everything, I mean everything, even the roads. They had some hammers and they had some shit and they had started taking out the pavement to have rocks to throw at the police. They broke the glasses, they even set some motorcycles there on fire. They broke some um, machinery that was there to build a sidewalk that they were fixing. And the whole energy was of tremendous violence. It's now recapacitating about what happened. So what I think, from what I've heard and what I've read and what I've had of other people tell me, what I witnessed was the violent groups or the violent sections of these manifestations, because the vast majority of people had already left. They were, they were meant to uh, concentrate themselves on another square, just uh, Norquinaona or Catalunya, which is maybe 10 blocks or 15 blocks away. So when we came, it was just the violent groups that had stayed there. This is what I've been told. And from what I saw, I, I think it's true. Because everyone around us, it must have been from the side. It was scattered, right? So it, this was not all. All the manifesta manifestators were not in one place altogether. They were in different places around the Lesep Square. But for where I was, there must have been maybe three hundred people, and all of them were of violent behavior and, and very, very violent behavior. Um, 
it was it was a scary uh, situation i myself never put myself in danger as i said i support them 100% i will support anything they do cuz in as in my past as i said in my past podcast it's their world man it's their world they have a perception we don't we may have we may think we have answers we may think no we know better than this no we don't we don't <laughs> okay so if you are of those who think that uh, violence should be avoided at all extremes fuck you no it shouldn't these people are fed up these are young people even the violent ones these are young people whose prospects are dark as a monkey's ass they have no fucking future whatsoever there's no one helping them they have an unemployment level of unheard of in in, in history of humanity unheard of i think 70% almost 70% of of people be below 30 are unemployed and, and so no if 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 you think that these things should not happen if you are one of those who think that manifestation should be peaceful and organized oh, fuck you man get real get real and 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 if and even and, and even if it's that's true and even what you think it's true you don't belong in this world anymore i'm sorry man this is their world and they and they should um fuck it up or fix it in any way they find feasible so the situation was uh, pretty harsh we stayed there maybe an hour an hour and a half until the police uh came through again and they started hitting people and and again i don't want to be a hero in anything because i was not i was in a very safe position i was there i was in the middle but always <laughs> dude i'm 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 old i'm i know my shit i don't want to get my ass kicked I I will support them I will be with them but my ass I, I got to get my ass sane home so um this must uh, the 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 police attack the second police attack we witnessed must have lasted about 15 minutes it was pretty harsh people were hit really bad it was uh, at least I saw 10 or 15 people heavily bleeding and with uh, wounds in their heads and their arms and really bad and then all of a sudden somebody shouted oh, let's go to catalonia and they all started running down the avenue towards catalonia and there i just said no <laughs> i think i've had enough you get my support and everything but uh, i think i've had enough of this shit the police stayed there nevertheless for a while just making sure that you know nothing nothing else uh, br- uh, exploded or or or, or no uh, no other group uh, did something out of proportion and uh, so when i was crossing the street a couple of this heavy duty armed policemen approached me and they wanted to talk to me or, or i had the impression they were coming towards me to ask what the fuck am i doing here because i was going home as i said home was just a block and a half away but of course they might have seen me in my white hair and all my old <laughs> look and they said oh, this poor guy is just passing by So what I uh, the things I want to talk to um this is the story that happened right this is what happened and uh what I want to expose here today are two things <clears throat> first of all the disproportionate aggression of of the Spanish police these guys are are, are hardcore man these guys fuck man I don't man I I don't know this is not supposed to happen in a democratic country you know um, 
I'm not saying that the manifestation was an absolute peaceful one, because it was not. Let's begin there. It was not. People were very angry. People are very angry. People are very frustrated and very uh, humiliated in some way by having a fucking king do whatever he wants and he can go to Abu Dhabi or wherever the fuck he is and live la vida loca while some poor guy who just sang write a song to tell the truth is now in jail and all the corruption and, and everything so uh, there is some violence in it right but 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 it's a it's a from what i understand it's a manageable violence it's a it's a violence that can be easily contained by professional police force professional police force aren't this what they're trained for you know fuck the mass control is is one of the most important uh subjects in police force that's what they that, that's their job now these policemen that i've been reading of and the ones i witnessed are far from that very far from any kind of knowledge on on mass control and 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 and, and, and this because their aggression and their violence was out of fucking proportion these guys did not hesitate to 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 go in and, and really, really hurt people, really hurt them. I'm not saying hit them or just push them. No, they were, the attacks, the two attacks that I saw were, fuck, wow. Jesus Christ, these guys are serious. And they were shooting rubber, uh, rubber balls or whatever. And I've heard a couple of people have lost their eyes in other manifestations. So um, it, it was... So that, that's my first point. Uh, don't, I, I, I'm not a politician. I'm not, I'm not a, uh, I don't have enough knowledge. But I should think that in the European Union, the, the authorities of the European Union who, who, who see this, aren't they supposed to do something? Aren't they supposed to, to I don't know, to control and to put some limits into the in police violence? Because this is... I've seen this police violence before during this Catalan referendum in 2016. I have seen it. And uh, and it was so shocking that my mind kind of e erased it because we were just five minutes, we went to vote and we left and we, we sat in a cafe just maybe a half a block away from where the voting was taking place. And just five minutes after we left the place, uh, about five or six huge police trucks came down. They just opened their doors and, and a bunch of heavy-duty armed police came and started kicking the fuck out of people, old people, women, children, out of nowhere. You know, so I've seen it already, but I understand that my brain had already, you know, kind of justified all this. But then again, this past Saturday when I saw it again, it, it was a reminiscence of what happens. It's like PTSD kind of shit. You know, fuck, this is way out of proportion. So no wonder these manifestations are ready for for um, for extreme violence because they know what they're up against. Because the first thing I saw when I got there was that many of the people uh, who were manifesting there were wearing helmets, were wearing um, knee pads and uh, shoulder pads and, uh, and, and, and some masks, but I mean, protective masks. And somehow I thought, well... <laughs> It's maybe it's just a look, maybe yeah. But but then I understood. Fuck no, no. You better have that protection because these guys are coming in heavy duty. So that's my take on the police side. 
But there's another take I want to I want to expose here today, and um, which is the organization or the voice behind these uh, these manifestations taking place. Uh, so I understand there's a lot of anger. Okay, I understand there's a lot of frustration. I understand young people are fucked. If if you think you're fucked, they are fucked completely. Their future is blurred, absolutely blurred. So um, so I understand there is this um, underlying anger and frustration, and I would understand sporadic rioting. I would understand uh, groups of people just breaking everything out of nowhere in certain places. What I don't fully understand, and maybe one of you can explain this to me, is how is it that they're so well organized? So how does that work? Some people say, oh, through social media. Yeah, so it's okay. So what you're trying to tell me is that 10,000 people spoke on the social media and they all agreed on a place to meet and, and what to do? I don't think so, man. As I told my friend, uh, do an experiment. Get 10 of your friends on WhatsApp or one of these social media things and, and try to establish uh, uh, a meeting. And you'll see how difficult that is. So try... Multiply that by 10,000 and, 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 and you'll see what I mean. So this organizational uh, structure behind it is what worries me a little bit. So there is someone, there is a group of people, there, there is a voice or somebody took over. I don't know, I don't know. Please, if you have the answer for this, let me know. But uh, there is a voice who is organizing, who is concentrating these people in certain places who are who are uh, sending, uh, sending messages to different kinds of groups, uh, to different locations, and this is tremendously well organized. And, uh, and, and it's working because it's down to the minute. I mean, these, uh, the, the certainly, uh, suddenly some, uh, you, can, you can read on the news where they're going to be, how they're going to be, when, how, where, who, how, how many of them, and what they're going to do. So wait a fucking minute. So who's writing this? Who who's establishing their agenda? Who, who is it? My my belief is that there is some invisible hand behind it, and not particularly a positive one, because it's first of all because it's very the organization that they're doing and the actions that they're doing, it's very easily portrayed as mere violence is very easily seen by society as just a violent bunch of people who go out there who are frustrated yes but who go out there and break stuff and break uh, public uh, stuff you know which is uh, absolute bullshit but that is the image that you will see on the media today i mean if you go i challenge you if you wherever you are uh, mozambique the united states france germany hungary wherever you are open the newspaper and try to find some news of the Spanish uh, situation and all you will see is the violence of the rioters. This is all you will see. Right? How they break all the all the shops and they burn motorcycles and the, and the garbage containers and, and uh, all dressed up in black and things. This is all you will see. I guarantee that. And that is not all that is happening. And I also guarantee that. And if you're smart enough, you will understand that this is the image they want us to see so as to lose public support. Because what happens? Because there is a narrative today that manifestations should be peaceful. 
that yes, you have the right to manifest, you have the right to to go out and protest and and be and be offended and uh, and, and and be frustrated, but you have no right to violence. <laughs> I beg to disagree. I beg to differ, my friends. There is no revolution who that has ever been peaceful. This is ridiculous. So they can they can possess all the right to violence and we can't i'm sorry i shouldn't include myself in them but i'd like that sounds good we can't no this is um violence has to has to be part of it in some way it should be known the level of anger we have which is to un disconnect ourselves from what you think represents us right so and 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 i will attack and we will attack your interests your shops your your public uh, uh buildings we will attack those because those are the representations of what you intend us to be and they are not again i include myself in hey <laughs> sounds nice us we so no 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 violence is part of that look at every single major change in countries in france in 68 in hungary in in, in 67 everywhere all worked out because people were serious about it people put their balls on the line and if there's got to be violence well then let's play violence now in this particular situation i do understand that there are violent groups hidden among these uh, rioters okay so fucking what so we need a strong arm so we need people with balls and who have nothing to lose to be in the front line to get their ass kicked so that things kept keep moving because most of us and here i include myself too most of us i get kicked in the head man that's it that's fucking it <laughs> adios <laughs> you know so no we need that strong arm we need these crazy fuckers burning motorcycles and garbage containers and breaking up shops they are imperative in this in this struggle but it's also a danger because these people can also get out of control these people can uh, you see the mass um the way the masses work is there is studies of this you know, of how of how masses work and, and interact and, and and attack and retrieve and all this and and it's it's a dangerous and very very volatile situations things can get out of hand pretty quick and really easily and when things get out of hand it's very very hard to bring them back to normality but this is the job of the police This is not our job. This is the job of the fucking police. Let me see if I understand it clear. The police should not have any political uh, side on this, right? They should not be uh, political or or supportive of any group. They should just make sure that everyone is safe. Everyone is safe. That is from both sides and just keep the peace there. And they are not doing that. They are not doing that at all. From what I've seen personally on Saturday and from what I've heard, I have no reason to doubt that they are not doing that at all. They are very, very, very politically oriented. Even though we have a left-wing government, but the police has always been extreme right-wing. The proof is that there is um, a, a fascist movement, which is very strong in Spain, 
fascist, yes, Nazi, uh, racist, uh, uh, misogynist, uh, the worst kind of fascism you can you can imagine. And when they manifest, when they go out in the streets, the police has never, not once, even dared to threaten them in any way. Rather, what they do is protect them from people insulting them. So if the, if you see a, a fascist manifestation in Barcelona, which they are, and you're on the side of the street and you happen to say, fuck you, assholes, oh, the police will come for you. Oh, they will. <laughs> they will. They'll probably kick your ass and take you and take you to, uh, to, 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 the, to the police uh, office or station for defamation or something like that. So that's what's really happening in this godforsaken fucking country, man. So now maybe you're thinking, why does the Catalan people want to independ themselves? Well, this is why. This is why. Because the Spanish government, the Spanish police, the Spanish authorities are absolute corrupt, bullshit, and, and, and oppressive. And I have seen it. I have seen it twice. And I've heard about it a million times. And again, I have no reason to doubt them. So read the news. Find out. And if you find it in your heart, support these people and don't think bad. Don't don't believe everything you read or hear because it's mostly not true. It is some part true. There is some aggression. There is some violence. But that's not all that is happening. So remember, what you see and what you hear is 50% false and 50% eh, eh, eh. Let's see about that. That's my podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it made you reflect. I hope it made you curious about what's happening. I'll leave you with that aggressive song that we were listening. Guys, take care. Enjoy. Have fun and keep safe. Dirty old man clicking off. Have a good day, my friends. Open your third eye and see that we should never be afraid to die.